You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined again by Corey, the Bayou Bender, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. back doing good uh i just worked my entire fucking weekend um but it was easy i I worked the uh hot wheels monster truck live (laughs) oh i'm sure that was a thrilling bunch of people um is it so hot wheels obviously it's for kids so it's not like the other oh, one. It's so it's it's like so basically from what I've gathered from watching it three times, um it's just the Hot Wheels monster truck cars as actual monster trucks. So it's like the kids buy the toys and then they can see the toy life-size monster truck version of it destroy shit. Um so it's a bunch of kids, a lot of moms and stuff with them uh but yeah i didn't i didn't do shit for fucking two straight days it was really nice because i was on call this weekend and would it be you know mardi gras time down here uh i figured i'd take both both days of the monster truck shit don't do anything or sit at home and get called to go do shit in the city all fucking day and night for two days. So I think I made the right call. I would agree. And uh, I watched. <clears throat> so I started rewatching The Sopranos yesterday at the uh, at the first show. What's that called? The is that the matinee? Whatever, whatever, whatever fancy word for the day one is. I started watching it and I'm on the last episode of season one. That's I've watched 11 episodes. They roughly are about an hour. So I watched about 11 hours worth of Sopranos and fucking <laughs> and two, two shifts. Um, if that explains how my, how slow we were, but no, it was okay. You know, for having to work all seven days, it, could have been a lot worse no fair enough fair enough uh i'm i'm exhausted as you know um i do i do have a question though like what is the word like what's what's the worst kind of person an adult monster truck fan or disney adults disney adult I mean, I think it's got to be Disney adults, right? That's such a that was <laughs> one of the easiest questions you've ever gave me because like the Disney adult lives and breathes <clears throat> that shit 24 seven. Whereas like the monster truck fan, 
he might only talk about it when monster trucks are down here. It's not publicized, you know, it's not like, no, 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 no. it's, it's not, not like you can watch truck. the monster trucks on television every day. You know? It's not that it's not the people that are fans, like fans of monster trucks. It's like those people are fine usually. And then they set foot in that stadium. And for about three hours, they become a furious screaming 50 year old man. And it's- I think, I think your question would have been tougher if you would have said, because uh, it happened today. Well, yesterday when you guys listened to this, uh, whether or not NASCAR fans or Disney adults, because I think that's a tougher question. The monster truck fan, that's a, you know, that's a, a very private individual that only comes out once a year, you know, uh, whereas Disney reigns all time and a NASCAR you- fan, you could find real easy. Yeah. He's got a trucker hat or a dad's hat. Very old. The brim is tattered. Uh, he's got a jacket. Two styles. One is a rain jacket, the one that makes all the noise when you you know when you slide your arms. Yes. Marlboro uh, or Budweiser '80s logo on the back, or jean jacket. Jean jacket. You mean a Canadian tuxedo? Yeah, not a battle vest, just straight jean jacket with like a Earnhardt patch. No, and I, I ask this because uh, did you see the news that Disney is creating like a Disney community that like year round you're basically you you pay and buy a house there like it's mm. real estate and year round you have the pleasure of being in a mystical fantasy Disney world. That that sounds like the plot of the next. It sounds like a Black Mirror episode. Black Mirror's works. I was thinking like the next Jordan Peele film. Yeah, that's Jordan Peele's <laughs> kind of Black Mirror. Oh yeah, yeah. And no, same, same. We we're we're looking at like the same spectrum. It's very dystopian. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like. <laughs> Very brainwashing. I can't begin to fathom. It's like it's like the people in the vaults and fallout, you know. Not your character, <laughs> but you know, everybody else around you. Yeah, they bought I, in. You know? I just like that's wild to me. And I was like, apparently, like they're like they're not like cheap either. They're like fuck no. Why would Disney make it cheap? You want to be a ridiculous heathenistic fan. You're going to pay top dollar. This is like buying the seat to the rocket when the earth fucking is, you know, destroyed to go to Mars. This is top class, you know. Could you imagine? You got to have a 401k and a great credit score. No, hear me out, okay? Like, actually having that as your job. What? Your job is to be one of those Disney characters that basically lives in the community and you act (laughs) for these 45-year-old Disney couples. And that is your day job. Like, every day. It's one thing to act to kids, but oh. 
I think I would die inside. All right, so here's the thing, right? Not a Disney adult, but they grew up in the Harry Potter uh, franchise era, the book era. Um, when I was your age, um, I had an acid trip like fantasy where some, someone in Universal would see me and then be like, he's the guy. And I'd be like, that's right. I am the perfect guy to play a young Hagrid. This was a trip you had? No, yeah, yeah. Not, 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 not like an acid trip. This is just during my acid years, uh, heavily influenced. Um, and I was like, you know, just, just telling this, this tale to my friends. I'm like, let's go down. Let's go to Universal. Let's go down. They're going to see me, and they're going to be like, they're either going to offer me a job to be the on-site Hagrid, <laughs> and I get paid to do whatever the fuck I want and just look like myself. <laughs> or they're going to be like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne, and offer me a contract to play Hagrid because I don't know if you guys don't know what I look like, but as I age, I just I'm turning further, further into Hagrid. Uh, so it works, you know? So I was like, dude, I got it set. I can play Hagrid for the next 30 years. Easy. I've, I've got a big old beard at 22 years old. We've got this. We can do this. And, uh, I just never went to universal. <laughs> oh, what? Cause I spent wow. all my money on weed. <laughs> Fucking story, man. But yeah, that was, that was, that was the, uh, that was the stoner dream. Was I was gonna get noticed? But you're gonna get to play Hagrid. <clears throat> I was gonna get to play Hagrid and make all that fucking bank. Oh, but until until you get fired, because apparently, I know Universal's different, but like Disney, you can't have a mustache, you can't have a beard, uh, your fingernails have to be trimmed, you can't use profane language, you can't basically have social media. You're basically like uh, a, a puppet, slave. and you get put into a room, and then when it's time for you to come out. You come out, and then after that, you go back in there. You know, you're like a paid slave, <clears throat> more or less. Yeah, I thought Universal might be just a, a tinge different. They might let me smoke weed, you know, like like something like that, you know. But a kid, a kid could dream. Uh, and then I then I also had the epiphany uh, <laughs> that I would get casted as Silent Bob's son. Uh, that was another that was another one because I was just always wearing uh not an Islanders jersey, but I had a I had a Taylor Hall jersey 2010 era that I wore nonstop everywhere. And uh I wore it many a times to Halloween and just went went ahead and just said I was fucking um damn, why am I blanking on his name? I just had it in my head and I just kept talking. It just like walked walked out in my brain. Kevin Smith, Jesus Christ. Kevin Smith's always in his uh, Islanders jersey with like some jorts or some cargo sh uh, khaki shorts, which was like I wore khaki shorts everywhere with a Taylor Hall jersey. So put a little, put some glasses on me and it looks just like them. But yeah, this there goes, this. There goes the early episode uh, Corey rant about <laughs> we've just had, nothing. We've had a shocker so far. <laughs> this has been. Putrid. I apologize. Um, moving on. Let's get some house <laughs> talk. This conversation's leading nowhere. Um, Montreal Canadiens pick up two wins now under Marty St. Louis. Two wins in a row. 
the Hamburglar wins one on Long Island for us, beat the Islanders in a shootout. And Cole Caulfield now has five points in five games under Marty St. Louis. Beautiful. I like that's a perfect script right there. And not just that, Jeff Petrie has four four points in four games under Marty St. Louis. Josh Anderson has more points. Ryan Paling has four points now, I believe. So some real improvement. And aside from Caulfield, I also think Romanov's looked good. I think Petrie's looked absolutely phenomenal. He's been revitalized. And, you know, it's really good to see uh, the team playing better. Yeah, um, it's great to see the team playing better. But I'm not going to lie, if, if this isn't the worst time for them to be playing better, um, <laughs> I like, I feel like I'm watching semi pro. If you do, you even do you know what that movie is, Mason? By chance, what's it about? Uh, semi pro, it's it's during the uh, it's during the Will Ferrell era where he was just pumping out movies like no fucking tomorrow. Did you just call him Will Ferrell? Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> what's wrong with Will Ferrell? Anyway. No. <laughs> Will Farrell, okay. Will Whatever. Ferrell, Farrell, Farrell. Will Ferrell sounds like 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 a Tyler, white Ferrell. Like, no, it sounds like Tyler Perry. You know, Tyler Perry makes up like a an mm-hmm. African American version. Yeah, so, like that's it, Will Ferrell is not. <laughs> like, Whatever. Like, Whatever. So anyway, so Semi Pro is his basketball movie about like this the seventies. Uh, oh, is that with Jackie Moon? Yeah, Jackie Moon, Jackie Moon, and I, I call that I coffee call that black. Jackie Moon. Yeah, yeah. So there's a scene in it, <laughs> and it remind like I said it today uh, when we won, and I was like, it's like so. I, this is a bit outdated. If anyone knows what this is, perfect. If you don't, it's just another stupid rant. So Jackie Moon's got no money, but he's got like this. You know, if they score. 30 points tonight you know it's uh it's free corn dog night you know and he doesn't have corn dogs for the stadium he can't afford the fucking corn dogs um and they're at like 29 points right so the russian or you know deep uh europe guy named verkaitis <laughs> catches the rebound <laughs> and puts up a hook shot and jackie's trying to stop it and it he's goes, trying to it, stop it. It goes, yeah. He, he's like double teaming his own player. It goes in, and everybody's like, you know, the announcer's like, it's fucking free corn dog night, and the crowd goes fucking wild. And Jackie Moon just goes, God damn it, for kindness, learn some <laughs> fucking English. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like that watching this team win. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm so happy that we're winning, but it's not the direction we need to be going, and we need to just <laughs> cruise through this, you know, the rest of this season, like lock in this fucking first position. Granted, we're still in a great position. We're 10 wins and, you know, however many fucking losses now. But um, I couldn't help but feel like that because I was working the game, completely forgot it was going to be an early game again today. uh, Well, yesterday. And I'm at work and it's like, uh, you know, the post game um, shit. I'm like, fuck, man. I, you know, it's another game I can't watch. And I fucking look at it. And I see we win and Twitter's got Cole Caulfield, you know, cause he, he gets the fucking, he gets the, I'm sorry, the uh, shootout goal. 
And that clip just jumped in my fucking mind. I'm like, like, I'm happy he's doing good, but I'm like, motherfucker, just lose. Like, get the point. Just fucking lose. Like, this is a lost season. What I'll say I've noticed is that while the Habs are, like, they've won two games in a row now, they have lost most of their games under Marty St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And they're still... Like, but the difference is, is that they're they're in them, and I think that's what we wanted from the very start, right? We didn't care if they won or lost because we knew this was a lost season. Mm-hmm. What we wanted was the team to win with some pride, and I think that's what's really changed about having Marty on the squad. Is that yeah, there's a pass. There's pride. a yeah. We're seeing motivation again. <laughs> Yeah, and the, just the level of play has improved significantly. And you see the little moves. Caulfield's confident. He's juking guys, and even if he fucks it up, he doesn't get benched. He's right out there. He played mm-hmm. 21 minutes the other night. And, Corey, did you see his um, his shootout goal? Yeah, it was fucking... That was silk. Like, that's Cole <laughs> Caulfield. That's the guy we were hyped about. He's not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, because I had to see it on Twitter because he was trending. Um, I watched it, obviously, the Verkaitis comment, and then I watched it again. And I was like, this is just like when they say you let – you don't try to change a player. You let that player play his game. And I feel like Martin St. Louis is just like there's something he's done, whether it's just a pep talk or something. But Cole Caulfield looks – refreshed he looks like himself again and um i know there's been a lot of changes but i think maybe martin st louis was just like hey man play your game don't worry about you know if i'm if i'm not going to play you in the right position uh or anything like that or, or your minutes just just go out there and play your game and we're seeing like the cold call feel we expected at the beginning of the season like it's coming he's naturally this talented and I don't see them changing anything other than letting him go. Like how you always bring up like uh Barzell for the Islanders, you know, like uh Barry Trotz has like a, a leash. system, yeah. Yeah, but he lets Barzell do, do what he's he gotta do. Yeah. Man. But I think it, I think St. Louis is far different. I think he has most players, I think every player on that team has to go ahead. Mm-hmm. That if you want to try something, you can. Even Romanov really impressed has impressed me lately. I see fucking Jay Fresh on Twitter shitting on him and his <laughs> analytic. I think we've talked about this a lot. I think analytics are important, but I think being a purely analytical, um, using analytics as your say all end all, and then you know p- portraying your opinion as absolute fact on Twitter because you have the numbers like you don't watch the game you don't you haven't watched him play as much as uh i think a lot of other people have and so i i just disagree with and for anyone that hasn't seen or doesn't know what i'm talking about it's talking about that romanov is basically one of the worst defensemen in the nhl this year i look every player on the montreal canadians has shitty advanced analytics this year mm-hmm. so yes they tell a good underlying story 
But sometimes that underlying story isn't that the player's bad. It's that the team sucks or the system sucks. Right. And I think that's the case with Romanov. He really impressed me with lately with just his, his play in the corners where we've seen him struggle. I think that it's weird because he's such a strong, determined kid, but he does struggle with his stick in the corners. He's, he's been better because he's been making moves. There was this one play the four checkers were coming pretty hard. Clay gave him a shit pass that was kind of ringing across the boards. And he stopped on a dime and did like a 360 and like pivoted and got it out, got the breakout pass. And he's making, he's toe dragging, go, you know, joining the play more. He's making these nice stretch passes quickly exiting the zone. I think this new Alexander Romanov is like phenomenal. I think he's going to start putting up points here too, because there's no way he's he's not going to get points if he's stringing passes like that to Caulfield and Caulfield and Suzuki are playing the way they are. No, I think you're right. And uh, it's kind of tough for Jay Fresh to be commenting like that. Uh, not mad at him. Far from it. Uh, he gives us a lot of great shit to talk about constantly. Um, but I think this has definitely been a great year to watch Romanov on this team um, and just like to look forward to like to see – what we get to look forward to in the future. Like he really kind of found his, found his game um, despite, you know, the team's bad. Like, yeah, like his analytics is not going to be correct this year. Um, But he's a lot more comfortable and playing a more, what I expect Romanov style would have been. And I like to see the maturity of it coming out and, I don't care if his analytics look bad this year because, I mean, this team – I mean, fuck, we just got our 10th win, you know. Uh, well, I yeah, think we would have been in third or fourth place, uh, ranked fourth of the worst record if we didn't win another game. And, you know, we got two wins since then. Yeah, and I'm not like – I want to clarify. I'm not – Saying I don't like Jay Fresh. I think Jay no, Fresh no, 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 no. Yeah, knows maybe, maybe what he's talking that, about. Maybe I worry right? that's like, stupid. Yeah. But like I just think there are times where I think a lot of analytical people are guilty of it. They have these models that I listen, I could never like it's incredible what they've done and they've revolutionized the sport. But sometimes your model is doesn't tell the whole story. Because mm-hmm. like it or not. Hockey was a game of numbers, purely just numbers. It'd be a lot easier to win. (laughs) The Leafs would be a lot better than they are, right? So it's not a game of pure numbers. It's a game of character, skill, chemistry, human factors that you can't. And I think even some on ice play that you just can't quantify yet. We're just not capable of it. So that's all I meant by that. Um, Yeah. Now, we kind of brushed past it, um, but the first win uh, after a 10-game deficit, uh, Paul Byron finds the back of the net for our first goal. I was just really excited to see that he scored. Um, nice little I, – I, I, it's not really a defect, deflection. It's a nice pass. He just way too close on uh, – what was that? Either Huso or Bennington and just – you can't stop it at, at that being that close. It was awesome to see him get his goal. 
Sorry, I just oh man, I was fighting a fucking sneeze <clears throat> that entire time. Uh, I had I had to mute <laughs> myself for a second. It's um, all good. No, I totally agree with the Byron thing. I thought it was great to see him score. And I thought it was funny his little tr- like wave into the crowd when they announced mm-hmm. his five hundredth game. It's a shame <laughs> Montreal doesn't have fans right now because could you imagine just the the few nights we've had, like these getting that first win for St. Louis how it would have been with Cole Caulfield scoring that goal mm-hmm. or just, I mean, like, the, think the last about, two games, I mean, he got the, he got the tying goal and then the OT goal and then goes and gets the shutout goal the next game. Like, well, just think about like the bell center buzzes when that kid touches the puck, mm-hmm. let alone when he scores an OT winner, not like the identical OT winner to <laughs> previous, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm hopeful. Have we gotten word on, when the NHL is – or when Quebec is allowing fans to return? No, actually, that was going to be my next question to you. Because um, it's unfortunate, dude. Like, you see all these packed barns and shit, and I know that Quebec is just trying to be as careful as they can, but it's like, fuck, dude. Like, the Habs are turning it around a little bit. You know, it would be nice to – I'm sure for the players too, you know, like imagine Paul Byron's goosebumps, like, 500 game gets the fucking, you know, gets the, the go ahead goal uh, that goes on, you know, to help win their first, their first game and like 10 losses. Yeah. It's just, and- it's just tough. It's, it's like watching bubble hockey. It's like watching like a fucking re, you know, like a replay from two years ago. Oh, definitely. It, it sucks. It sucks <laughs> that we're still in this position of uh, on the subject of coffee. We're still talking about it too, by the way, Quietly now has 13 points in 35 games, which obviously isn't ideal, but it's looking far better. Ideal. If, if I'm like, it's amazing if, if you're like looked at the halves at all this season, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it looks a lot better than it did mm-hmm. five games ago. Yeah, he's, he's really found it again. And uh, I mean, look, we haven't talked about it. And I'm sorry if I cut you off. The mirror goal of his first goal oh it was crazy and then i remember you tweeted you like someone needs to like put it side by side and obviously you knew you knew someone was going to do it and it but it was just so fucking eerie like petrie no look pass it was the same it was the same little toe drag to the backhand too Mm -hmm. like it was identical like Like, i wonder i wonder if if like like, obviously, I feel like they sense that, but I wonder if in that moment he's like, you know, like, I wonder if he's like, fuck, man, this is like, is this really happening again? Like, I don't know. I, I haven't played hockey, so I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on through their heads at that moment, but, like, I'm sure, like, either he remembers – no, never mind. I was going to say if he remembers. This is his fucking first goal. He definitely remembers. But I wonder if, like – him skating up ice he's like oh my god like it's like recreating itself <laughs> and he knows exactly what to do you know like i'm sure it was like just muscle memory at that point <laughs> yeah no i jeff petrie has been revitalized too mm-hmm. like absolutely revitalized it's the best time too because you know he doesn't want to be here and that's unfortunate <laughs> it's the best time to fucking have some jeff petrie highlights to start coming around you know get people 
excited other teams that were maybe on the fence about it now maybe getting pulled back in, you know. Not going to lie. It's a, it could be a hot take. Love to see Jeff Petrie in Dallas. I'd love to see us pull somebody, somebody big from that fucking team. I only want to see him in Dallas because it's so much easier for me to see. It's more likely for me to see, you know, a Dallas game than to get to Montreal right now. I just don't think Dallas. I find it weird that Dallas is in on him because I just don't think Dallas is a fit. Like Dallas has two puck moving defensemen. Mm-hmm. And I think John Klinberg and Jeff Petrie have a lot of parallels. I think they're very similar. So I don't know. I find it interesting that I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just an interesting. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, but then it's maybe it's maybe it's leaning to, you know, Dallas might be walking away from somebody. Obviously, they they don't they don't keep this shit out in the open for everybody, but you know, maybe there's maybe they're they're looking to walk away from somebody. I, I don't really know Dallas's <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know when like people's contracts are coming up, or if someone's not really sitting well, you know. But maybe, maybe there's some potential in there. Like you know, uh, fuck. What is his name? Uh, never mind. He's not. He's not a defenseman. I was thinking. Uh, oh, Rupe Hints. Uh, uh, for some oh, reason, I got. Well, no, I got chance. him. I got him confused. Like mixed up with Issa Lindell. You know, uh, okay. someone who's, I believe, about to come off their uh, entry-level contract that they might, you know, be willing to to move in order to bring in. Yeah, I don't know. I, might, <laughs> I think that I. it's very likely I get bitten in the ass for saying this, but I just don't see Petrie being moved this year. I think next year he's he's probably going to be gone. I just don't – I don't know why. I just don't see it this year. You know, that's something funny. What's up? <laughs> Man, I just slapped myself in the face. Issa Lindell is like fucking 25, <laughs> 26. Yeah, I thought I thought he was old, <laughs> But I, I didn't want to say anything. Oh, uh, shit. But, yeah, you know – I don't know, man. Dallas, it's crazy because, like, Dallas was, like, the number one team I heard revolving around it. And I don't know. Maybe maybe our office is willing to grab a a forward or something. But their defensive core has been solid. Yeah. I, I Definitely really grabbing – uh, we ain't grabbing Dallas. Miro. Like. Don't think Dallas is a great team, though, to be honest. I think Dallas is going to head in the direction of Montreal here soon where they might have to tear things down. But we'll see what happens. Um, did you have anything? We have to We have to make it a little shorter today. Oh, I Do you just, have anything yeah, yeah, else no, you wanted I, to? Just got a quick ad read from our sponsors over oh. at DraftKings. Uh, Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the leg, 360 windmill, good bullshit. Uh, new customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars 
in total prizes with their first deposit. So, guys, remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NBA team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Void where prohibited, minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Red Line. That's 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. And in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Damn, she fine. Uh, but no, dude, I really don't have anything else. Um, I've been watching The Sopranos. I've been really craving a charcuterie board. Um, but that's about it, dude. Yeah, no, I got nothing else really to add. Sorry, it's a little shorter today Corey and i are both kind of dead and oh I have... uh, this isn't oh. the biggest one but uh it was so weird you go to uh montreal's well you go to the habs uh dot com and they now have jake evans uh, alongside uh nick suzuki and i was staring at it. i was like what the fuck this looks so different obviously to got traded so his the background had to be changed up and it's really nice to see that they put jake evans up uh given that kid some time in the sun. Uh, that's it. He he deserves every second of it. Yeah. Also sent you the uh, the corn dog clip, so you can watch that when we get out of here. But I'm done. That's it for me. All right. Well, thank you guys for stopping by, listening again. Absolutely. See you all on Thursday. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.